three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you're having a great weekend. So I've got a review here for the latest Michael B. Jordan vehicle, which clearly is setting up a franchise, uh, Without Remorse, which is directed by Stefano Salima. Uh, Stefano Salima has directed a couple films. Sabura, back in 2015, uh, the film that I'm familiar with that I really enjoyed, uh, Sicario, Day of the Sicario, really enjoyed that film, and now Without Remorse. So this stars uh, Michael B. Jordan, of course, as as Jean. And here's, here's what's frustrating. <laughs> I just kind of got to get this out of the way. I really am a huge fan of Michael B. Jordan. I mean, I don't need to go through all the films, but I'll go through a couple. I mean, obviously, you know, you think about Creed, um, Think about Fruitville Station. Uh, you think of Just Mercy, which I, you know, raved about. Um, you know, you think about even something like that awkward moment, which, you know, is by no means a good movie. He's actually good in it. You know, you think about Chronicle. Um, fuck, I'll go all the way back to Hardball. I mean, Michael B. Jordan, man, the brother's special. He, he really is. And while he is stepping to the director's chair for Creed 3, uh, which I'm actually really excited about as well because I love the first two Creed films. Can you ever have too many franchises? Like, honestly, can you ever have too many? So I was really excited to see him taking on uh, taking on uh, this character. And this is a film that they've been trying to make for over like 20 years, since like 1990, like 1992-ish. Um, I believe it was when the rights were sold. And so this has been something that's kind of been in... Uh, like it kind of almost in like purgatory as far as trying to get this made. So let's give, let's give credit where it's due. Amazon is doing a really great job with the uh, Jack Ryan show starring uh, John Krasinski. If you haven't watched it, highly recommend you do. And that show works incredibly well, but I think the key there, when I just told you is show it's a show. It gives these characters room and time to breathe and go ahead and actually expand out these storylines and get to know these characters a little bit and the biggest the biggest problem with this movie is that you don't you don't care about michael b jordan's character he is basically just a vehicle he he's so dead set on revenge that we don't really get to know the character independent of the revenge something that i love about john wick while yes it is a clear revenge film obviously his wife passing and then you know those asshole monsters killing this dog you do get to learn a little bit about john through exposition by other characters talking about him making him you know really talking about how feared he is in uh you know you know with people from the continental and everything you, you feel the legend of john wick and obviously this film while it is setting up for a sequel the thing that is frustrating is that once his wife dies that's it he really has the one scene where he freaks out about it and she's never really brought up again outside of one flashback uh two i think total in the whole film which for almost a two-hour film and considering how brutal the death was i really do have an issue with that 
when I think back to something like Max Payne, I'm talking about the game, not the terrible fucking movie. But when I think back to something like Max Payne, one of the things that works so well is that when you're playing as Max and you walk into the room and you see your wife and your kid slain, the game really hits you with that early on. You feel the weight of it. And that is a constant running theme throughout the whole story as Max is seeking his revenge. His wife really isn't brought up that much. Like he tells, you know, these villains that he meets along the way that, you know, you're going to say her name. But that's really it. And that's a bummer because it's one of these things I'm sitting there watching going, if you if this was a show getting to know John and his and his wife, Pam, that's an easy first episode. And then you kind of sprinkle in some stuff with the, you know, with the CIA and all that jazz. But it's it, it just there, there's not enough character development to justify just this rampage. He goes on even something like extraction. While, yes, it is at points low in character development, but it's an extra it's you know, it's an extraction. You feel like you cheer on Chris Hemsworth just because you want him and this kid to make it. And that's not here. It really is just John getting revenge. And that's it. And the people that he works with, one of them in particular, played by uh, Jodie Turner Smith, who you, of course, know from Queen and Slim, uh, who plays Karen, who was his uh, uh, his uh, direct supervisor. I love her. I loved her in Queen and Slim. And I was incredibly proud of the work she did. And she really showed me. And I believe she can be an incredible actress moving forward. Um, this is her character is not three dimensional. Let's be very clear about that. But even the lines of dialogue she has, the, the script on this is just very 90s cliche. There is this moment where she's talking to uh, Jamie Bell, who plays uh, Robert Ritter. And, <laughs> and she has this line of why is it whenever and I'm paraphrasing, but it's similar to why is it whenever my world goes to shit, like the two times my world's gone to shit, you've always been in the middle, and he goes, you know, just lucky, I guess. And it's just, it's very 90s, not clever dialogue like that, that really made me go, oh man, you're not even trying with this, which which sucks, because again, I wanted this to be good. The trailers I saw, I went, you know, this doesn't look bad. I went, I'm not sure if I'm over the moon about it, but this could be at least, you know, a fun rental. But I really didn't even feel like I got that. I will say the opening action scene. I do love the way that this is shot. It feels very, it feels very uh, gorilla at points. Um, it feels kind of hazy. I do like the way the action is shot uh, for the opening scene, especially. And then I would say even the uh, the, the last scene. But the action kind of in between. Oh, oh, you know, sorry. There is a prison fight scene that you see in the trailer which i will say the ending of that scene makes very little sense i went all right really okay when you think about and i'm gonna keep comparing this to extraction and again i know people are kind of go that's not fair but when i think about extraction i think about the action scenes there's multiple action scenes in that you just go damn this is this is badass and you know you feel the weight of the action the the scene where these people break in and uh kill uh, Pam and his uh, unborn daughter that scene in particular it really bothered me because he's a he's a military guy and so 
these guys break into his house and he goes and grabs the gun, goes to take them out, defend himself, but he's never ducking around corners. He's really just standing in the middle and just walking and shooting. And I went, dude, you're military trained. You should be seeking cover. You shouldn't just be walking and just, you know, bang, bang, bang. I, I, I was really confused by that because at other points in the film you know he's saying stuff like on my six he's telling people to take cover and all this it doesn't make sense that in his home where the woman he loves supposedly it <laughs> lives you know with him and, and their unborn kid that he's just being that careless that, that was something that really that really took me out of the film and i was i was really just irritated by that i will say the deaths for his team because you know this is a whole u.s russia thing the way that his team members are taken out i thought was brutal there's this one guy who just gets hit by a van that you go holy crap as he's taking the trash out uh the other guy gets shot uh waiting uh, you know in the middle of traffic so some of the kills are well done but for a rated r film there's really no blood in this either which was something i went really no no blood it's almost like the show's afraid uh that the film's afraid to kind of push it that extra level and considering this director directed you know the sicario uh prequel that was something that was really quite surprising to me and, and to be honest disappointing i'm trying to think of other stuff i liked about this and there is some stuff that is well done here when michael b jordan there's a point where uh, john gets shot during the, uh, the raid on his house and he starts dragging his like bloody body towards the bed and he's like yelling his wife's name that was something i went wow that scene really that scene did work for me i really enjoyed that scene the big issue is for me that when inevitably he ends up going back to the house uh after it's a crime scene and has that moment where he you know he breaks down and screams when i think about a scene like that my point of reference, or one of them at least, is season five of Dexter when, spoiler alert, you should have watched Dexter by now, but when Rita gets killed and Dexter kills that guy and just has that complete freak down, that, that primal scream that I remember Michael C. Hall letting out, I remember going, holy crap, like it just, it hurts you to watch that scene and just the lack of him caring and the lack of his anger really after that one scene, I just really kind of found disturbing, <laughs> to be honest. I, I I need more for my protagonist if that's going to be his driving force. Um, there are a couple moments, there's a couple moments where I feel like the movie's right there and they just didn't tap into it enough. He has a moment where he, you know, of course, he gets shot in his house. And there's this moment, one of the few, the only moment outside of the very end of the film where he has this vision or this dream about his wife and they're laying out in this field and they're like these like fall leaves falling and you know he's just sitting there with her talking to her and then she's pulled away from him like straight out of a horror film and i thought that scene really actually worked and he starts like seizuring uh in his bed because of where he's at mentally and i found that actually really interesting and the first thing he says when he wakes up is you know the baby and karen just looks at him and shakes her head and this couple tears just fall from michael b jordan's face and went wow okay but the thing is you don't know anything about his team so when they're killed it's it's more a fact of oh wow they died in a brutal way not 
oh, I know that character. And so I totally feel sympathy for them. And there is this scene, and I have to point this out. There's a scene in the trailer that you see where John gets into this uh, car that's on fire to yell at this guy, to interrogate this guy. And I remember seeing in the trailer, I went, all right, why would you be in a flaming car no matter how... <laughs> No matter how incredibly intense you are on, you know, figuring out who's behind all this. But the scene really makes no sense because he goes ahead and ends up ramming. So John is pretending to be drunk. He like he's been drinking a little bit, but he has a scene where he like urinates on his clothes and then like covers himself in vodka. I don't know if that was supposed to be like, a, you know, to give him like, you know, a homeless aesthetic or whatever that that scene was really weird. But he goes up to these people working where this one guy he's trying to find um, is at. And he you know, goes up playing drunk. Like, oh, you know, hey, guys, like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to you know, interrupt your night and all that. And he does all this just to watch this guy he's stalking to go ahead and get into his car and drive off. And so when he's about to, you go, all right, the guy's leaving, whatever. But then from nowhere, John commandeers a tow truck and rams the guy and then goes ahead, pours gas on the car and sets it on fire with this lighter he has. And so first off, it's, it's the whole scene from Spectre where, you know, the bad guys are getting away with the daughter of the one, uh, the daughter of the one guy he knows. And he gets that plane from people that plane from out of his ass. You know, if I'm going to criticize Spectre for that, I have to criticize this film. And it, that whole scene, the way it plays out, just makes very little sense. And then we get to the villain. I won't spoil this, but if you look at the cast list, you'll know who the, the, the quote twist villain is. It's one of those things that you don't get this actor because he always plays the villain. In the same way that I mentioned Moriarty, the guy who plays Moriarty in, uh, uh, who played Moriarty in Sherlock. When I saw him in Spectre, I immediately went, oh, okay, cool. You're the bad guy even though they're not telling me you're the bad guy. There is this actor who's in this movie that as soon as I saw him, I went, well, cool, you've pretty much given away your twist. And the movie tries to present it like a twist, but it doesn't feel earned at all because it's not a twist. It's something you'll just go, oh, yep, yep, that makes sense. Of course it was you. Uh, I, I'm sitting here bagging on this movie, I feel like, more than... You know, more. Now I want to say more than I should, but honestly, it's just I don't know. I'm sitting here watching this, and I should care more about this character, especially where the film ends up. I should care more, and I will say for me, while this is not, you know, a piece of crap or anything like that, I, I will say by the time he the film, you know, gets to where it's. Uh, its conclusion is, and, you know, John Kelly has become, you know, John Clark. I mean, I will give that away because obviously he doesn't die in this. It's, it's an interesting question because there is something that they could tie into the TV show, Jack Ryan. So if that's something that they decide to go ahead and do, that would actually be interesting. Also, fun fact, Karen Greer is actually the niece of uh, Jack Ryan's boss, uh, Jim Greer. Uh, who's played by Wendell Pierce right now on the show, and he does a great job in that role. So, I mean, if they want to connect this to the show, I see very easily where there's a uh, Clancy-verse, if you will, as far as them connecting the film, uh, this film 
in future films to the show because we're clearly getting a Rainbow Six uh, film after this. I know the reviews have been, you know, not great on this, but at the same time, it is Michael B. Jordan. He was a producer on this. Amazon clearly has plans for uh, the Clancy, you know, books and everything. So we'll get a sequel to this, I'm sure, just because it's on Prime and people watch it just out of curiosity and because of Michael B. Jordan being attached to it. But in closing, I'll just say when I think about something like Atomic Blonde and how I went, man, I, I, I really wanted more from that. I liked Atomic Blonde more and I liked this. I think I gave Atomic Blonde a, a C plus or like a C, I think, if memory serves. But this is just it's forgettable. And at the end of the day for an action film, if you can't do give me enough action for me to at least go, well, I'd recommend you watch this at home. That that's a problem. This is under two hours, so I have to give the movie some credit for that. I really think this would have worked better as a, a three, four episode miniseries to flesh a lot of this stuff out and to flesh the characters out. It's it's a bummer because again, you have Michael B. Jordan. He is trying. I cannot stress enough that there is some action stuff, while again not memorable, you feel his physicality of uh, his physicality and it, it it just sucks that the script wasn't better. That, that's really what it kind of comes down to. It just sucks that the script wasn't better and that this didn't have more to offer. But, oh, crap, a grade. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to give this a C minus. Because I think about if I had seen this at even an early matinee, and I would have felt like I hadn't even got my money's worth there. Even watching this, you know, with uh, Prime Video, because that's where you can find it, it, it just still feels like it's not it's not a complete piece of crap. It's not a failure, but it is just disappointing given some of the actors involved and the fact Michael B. Jordan is starring in this. I look forward to the Rainbow Six film because I do believe that Amazon will take a lot of this criticism and hopefully, you know, improve uh, for film two. But yeah, this is this is a disappointment and it sucks that it's a disappointment. But if you want to see a good uh, action movie, if you haven't watched it, watch Extraction. That's on Netflix. Watch The Old Guard. That's on Netflix. Uh, watch Invincible. That's a comic book show on Amazon. And that show is freaking wonderful. Uh, we will have a review for that, by the way. But yeah, this was this was a bummer. And uh, I'm sad that this wasn't better. But there you go. But uh, without remorse. Have you seen it? Uh, what'd you think of it? Let us know what you thought in the comments. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. That's R-E-E-L pineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Tune Up at The Real Pineapple. And don't forget to like both our pages on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. And real pineapple games. I'm gonna be hopping on uh, Twitch here in the near future. Go ahead and like both pages so you can stay up to date on when I will be live. Thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up here soon for uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I'm so stoked to review that. Have reviews up as well soon for the new Mortal Kombat. I'm gonna have my friend Alyssa back on to review that. I'm so excited to talk uh, to her uh, about that movie. And going to have a review up here for Nobody as well because I have thoughts on that movie. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Get your COVID shot. Wear a mask. Take care of each other. And we will talk to you soon.